Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Pixels and Ink podcast, episode 352. I am your host, Jordan Biorti, and joining me today is the excellent Chris DeHoog. Hey, how's it going? Oh, you know, perfectly fine. <laughs> Everything's hunky-dory. Everything's so hunky-dory, it's, uh, you know, it may as well be uh, a, a Winnie the Pooh book. It's 2021, and everything is sunshine and roses. Oh yeah, no, it's it's going great. Um, so let's uh, let's let's dive right into it. Let's let's get on to to the news um, the way we usually do on these podcasts. I'm a little jazzed up, so I'm trying to trying to bring the energy down a little bit. Um, <laughs> so uh, we got we got some some news that uh, I mean it's not really a surprise, I guess, or you know, based on what we've been talking about on this podcast, but apparently. There seems to be um, semi-confirmation that the, uh, you know, the quote-unquote, the new Nintendo Switch, the, the sort of the, like, the hardware upgrade version that would replace the, uh, the current model um, could, be could be released within September to October. And supposedly, I mean, I guess this is just based on, like, insider information, uh it could be announced like very soon apparently ahead of e3 wow really yeah um according to this tweet from um takashi mochizuki uh that's basically yeah, what it just what it says it's an exclusive new nintendo switch would be re uh, replace the current 299 dollar model which is more expensive here in canada i guess 299 model is just like the standard model uh, and it's planned for release in September to October. Announcement could be imminent ahead of E3, um, which would be really tight because I mean, like, yeah, like E3 is in like what, like two weeks? Yeah, like why even, why even bother at this point? Like, why not wait? Well, you know, I think, I think it kind of makes sense, you know, like to maybe like just to like build. It's like that, like continuous sort of like hype building where it's like you, you know, you like they if kind of like kind of like what they did with the Switch itself, right? Where they sort of announced it in like March. Uh, of like 2015 they kind of got ahead of e3 and then like once e3 rolled around or like it got closer to like they showed off a little bit more of what the, the system actually was right, right. um <clears throat> or uh or am i am i am i remembering it wrong um the this sorry for the switch was it yeah that yeah. was like that was like a month in advance or so wasn't it wasn't that like uh a... They showed it off in February and it was out in March. Um, so was it February? It was, I thought I thought it was. Either way, it was it was a small turnaround time from announcement to like on shelves. Or no, was this the? Okay, no, that's that was different. This is twenty seventeen. Um, that was on my birthday. What a happy birthday, Jordan. Um, <laughs> oh, sorry, no, sorry, January, and it came out in, in March. Okay, yeah. So then, so then, okay, so then, then I had the, I had some times, yeah, mixed up, right? So. Um, yeah, and then yeah, I guess you're yeah you're right. They had the the sort of like reveal, uh, or like in depth sort of trailer in like February ish. Um, yeah, because there there's a whole showcase I remember watching because they're all doing the snap thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he was you know shaking the Joy-Con and it was like ice cubes in a in a glass. Yeah, that was, that was actually really cool tech. Oh man, yeah. those 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 halcyon days. <laughs> Would yeah, that we could go back to time. Them. Yeah. <laughs> time. Um. So yeah, like I think I you know and I and then again like right like so like even even just kind of like looking back to that in that like sort of like weird time frame right they kind of like like in order to get the system out 
you know, ahead of something like E3, which they probably have, you know, they're like, they're, um, they're big, like direct already kind of like ready to go. So to like, I guess, tack on to it would just be like more, um, especially when you're sort of like gauging like time, like how long your, your trailer or, or your direct has to be and everything. Um, it would make sense, like, you know, to get, get people excited about the new tech, get people excited about the new system and then show off, you know, and, and spend E3 just showing off the games. Yeah. I mean, I guess it kind of depends on, I'm just looking at Bloomberg's article here, like they're talking about, uh, announcement could be imminent. So yeah, it, if they say, oh yeah, we are doing the new switch, we'll talk about it at E3. That makes more sense to me than just being like, here it is. And then also showing it at E3, like it feels like you're defeating the purpose but i mean yeah either way I, I kind of i kind of want them to just come out come out with it i'm so tired of the rumors like every every month there's like a new batch of oh it's gonna have this gonna have this yeah yeah like, no let's, exactly let's just be done with it. <laughs> come on well I mean, yeah and it's like we we've known that this is going this has been like gonna, like happening for a long time so like it's just yeah exactly just to just to just to finally put the nail in the coffin and say like it's gonna happen like don't worry like um, lock it down or show it like yeah exactly <laughs> you need to do one or two things because the like say these reports are wrong like there's been a lot of like i really feel like the rumor mill has been spinning up ahead of e3 a lot to kind of compensate for not being around last year because like there's a there's a big final fantasy rumor about it being like a souls like like a new souls type game coming and it's just like i don't know maybe let's not jump and like take this as like actual fact like i saw the reaction saying like oh the next final fantasy is a souls type game Whereas, like, this isn't confirmed yet. We're all still dealing with speculation, and everyone's talking like it's fact. Yeah. So you know, if, you know, if, if we if people are saying, "Oh, the Switch is gonna you know do this or that," it's gonna have this uh, this kind of uh, AI upscaling, and it doesn't have that, and then you know, people are gonna be mad because it wasn't what some random leaker uh, said it was going to have. So you know, you need to do some damage control there. Yeah. Well, that's and that's kind of what I that's kind of what I mean. Where it's like it would be better to get ahead of it. To, like to sort of get ahead of it like a, 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 for e3 right just to, like to bring the system out and, and put those put those thoughts to bed and then like you know people can kind of just be more excited about the games that are going to get announced at e3 or you yeah know, definitely or updated i guess you know because e3 too is a whole like rumor mill of game stuff too uh, you know on behalf of nintendo i've seen a lot of people floating the idea that like you know uh, apparently, like Animal Crossing is going to have a big like footing at E3. Like they're going to probably like show off like big update content and stuff. Like people are talking, yeah, like Zelda and the you know the 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 35th of Zelda for E3. Like, mm-hmm. isn't there isn't there a, a a Pokemon um like showcase happening like sometime this week too or something? They were they were talking about. But they they, they asked the release dates for. Uh... Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, as well as Arceus Legends. Um, so the the remakes are coming out in November, November nineteenth, which I pretty much could have, I pretty much guessed that I think. Yeah. And um, Arceus is uh, January. So like like even that is kind of like, well, why didn't you save this for E three? But the, like do this at E three with a trailer. But I mean, I'm I'm happy to know what it's coming. But you know, we're two yeah, weeks exa- away. <laughs> exactly. Well, I mean, and you know. It, again, it's just it's just that it's just that building of excitement, right? Like you know, you get you, people people can like be like excited about the release date, and then like you know, E three can just be focused on actually just showing you the game itself. Yeah, maybe maybe show those two things running in on the Switch Pro, like yeah, exactly. Know, maybe that extra hardware boost is what Arceus Legends needs to kind of impress some people. Like yeah, yeah, exactly, right? Like 
the, the, the trees can look a little bit nicer and people won't get as vitri or <laughs> vitriolic. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that kind of raises concerns about how the game's got to run on base switches, but that's a different, uh, that's a different conversation. Yeah. Well, maybe they maybe they might do that, you know, stupid thing that they did with the, uh, the new 3ds. Well, there'll, there'll be like a new switch version and like an old switch version. I mean, I, I guess they, they kind of did the same thing with, with, um, with uh, Breath of the Wild, they, did, they had the Wii U version and the uh, the Switch version, right? But yeah, but like the Wii U version was still really like was still quite well, good. I, I I played that first because I didn't get the Switch right away because who could? Um, I mean, I, so. I I the the interesting thing about that is I kind of remember seeing things back then that was like that was suggesting that the Wii U version was actually slightly better than the uh, the Switch version. And it was like something that I wasn't wholly aware of, um, or at least I might have just forgotten about it. Was that like the the Wii, the like Breath of the Wild was in development for the Wii U first. It was going to be a Wii U game before like the Switch happened. Yeah, like it's always kind of a question with these like cross gen releases, like which one were they aiming for, and then which one got the port? You know, like yeah. Well, because didn't um, didn't the the initial trailer for Breath of the Wild too? I'm pretty sure, like when they first showed it off, like that was that was like the 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 Switch hadn't even been like announced at that point when they when they showed that first like Zelda thing, right? So I think that like that was the idea, like that you know it was supposed to be a Wii U title, and it was like, I don't know. I think a lot of people were saying like it might be the thing that saved the Wii U at the time, but yeah, on on its own, I think it might have at least bolstered it. Um, maybe not saved it by that point, but yeah. But uh, yeah, and like Twilight Princess was uh, was another case of that too because it was on it was on GameCube and Wii, and the the one version has the correct uh, handedness for Link, and the other one doesn't. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, exactly. Yeah, these these kind of things always pop up, especially it seems to be with with Zelda. It seems to happen a lot where they're on. The yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's the it's the it's the life support game. It's, right? it's quite likely going to happen with Breath of the Wild too as well. Like if everyone's you know if they're. Again, everyone expects them to show at E3. You know, that's going to be another cross-generational thing if the Switch Pro is actually truly coming. So, yeah, I guess uh, it uh, it does remain to be seen. But um, I mean, I'm 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 excited. <laughs> well, you you know, I I know you and I both want just to see Metroid, but you know, <laughs> well, I'm, you know what, I'm I'm willing to wait for Metroid because you know it's like no. And I, I... <laughs> if you're not willing to wait for Metroid, here's here's the thing. We'll and we'll talk about this later on in the podcast in relation to something else um, that got announced and then didn't show up for a long time after. Um, it's you know it's just that it's like I, I I don't want to see Metroid until I know that it's like mostly finished and we will get it like within a year. Like don't you know I was really disappointed in Nintendo when they did that for the first time around because they were always so good. Um, and they had been very good in like in the past, like E threes about like just like showing games that were gonna be like coming out with you know within a year, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, you know, all these people who talked about oh such and such company won E three, right? And I was just like, how? I was like, they all they announced were games that aren't gonna be out for another five years. Like, how did they win E <laughs> three? Like. Nintendo was the only company that showed up with actual gameplay and content and games that are going to be out like in a, in a reasonable time. Yeah. In a reasonable time frame. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they just, you know, all they did was, was, was play the Metroid low, uh, you know, theme and show a, a number four and everyone, you know, shit their pants. But it's just like, we're, you know, we're, 
still waiting on it. The whole game pretty much got scrapped and is being like redone from the ground up. So I don't well, that's, understand. That's, that's an extenuating circumstance, right? Like that was, I, I, I'm okay with how they handled that personally because, you know. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'm not confirmed not, it's happening, which is I'm a not, start uh, for anything, Metroid. I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to say that the, it's, it, you know, it's a, it's a point against it. I'm just saying mm. like, that's, you know, that's what I mean. Like, it is like, it's like, it was already pre- a preemptive announcement. And then it's just like, now we're waiting even longer for it because, you know, it's, you know, the, um, retro wasn't happy with it and they wanted to like redo it with like they basically had to what didn't they didn't they get a whole new like team as well too i believe so yeah i think so so i mean everything at least yeah yeah exactly like you know and and i agree with you kudos on them for like you know not being happy with it and 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 starting over rather than releasing a a, an inferior product but like being transparent about that along the way unlike yeah exactly right examples recently But that's, but that's, you know, it's part of my point where it's just like, yeah, like now it's like, not only like we're, did we not know how long it was going to be until we got Metroid Prime 4? It's like now we're waiting even longer, right? Because yeah, something like yeah. this comes along and happens and we don't know how long it's going to take. So it's just well, like, like the, the, they did the same approach actually with, uh, with Animal Crossing essentially, because they, they showed us it was coming. And then when it was ready, which they would have done with Metroid, you know, they, they showed it to us and said, hey, it's out in like three months. Yeah, exactly. And they, you know, at least, but that's, but that's, that's, you know, that that's, that's, and that's, like, you know, in, in, in the, in the spirit of transparency, right? Like, yeah, like they had, they had a mostly finished game. They just said, we, you know, it's not going to be out when we said it is. It's going to, they said it's only, you know, and, and it wasn't like they said, you know, we don't know how much longer this is going to take. It might take a year. It might take two, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, yeah you know, you, you need to wait an extra, what, five months for this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like big deal. Yeah, not a, so, not a big thing in the grand scheme. That's what I mean. Like, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe we get Bayonetta th- uh, three. You know, I feel like that might like the 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 timer on that one has is getting kind of like close. One of those three, right? Like Breath of the Wild two, Metroid Prime four, or Bayonetta three. One of them needs to be shown. I, I honestly, I I really do feel too that like. Um, Breath of the Wild 2 probably will get shown. I feel like they they have to have something like you know like just and just because it is E3, right? Like if they if if they're going to have something, you know, if they made a, a made a, you know a, a, an announcement like Breath of the Wild 2 just as a little like, you know, one more thing a, 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 on a direct and not have it show up at E3, like that's you you're really missing the mark on on that one. Well, that being said too, if they if they are showing the Switch Pro as we're dubbing it um i mean what else are they going to show running on it besides breath of the wild 2 right like, like it's a natural it has yeah. to be the the showpiece unless i mean unless they get unless they get some real like you know solid third-party support and you know they can bring like i don't know call of duty Definitely. <laughs> on, on to it like just something i don't know just something i just pulled the name out just like i don't know something that's high performance i mean like i mean I, I think they would probably show something that exists already and how it's being improved. And then also something that's like been designed with the pro in mind. So that would be, you know, the breath of the wild two approach there. Yeah. Well, that's, but that's the problem too, with a lot of these like ports on the switch is just, this is like, it's like nobody either, either there's, they're somewhat, they're somewhat lazy because it's just like, Oh, we can take a, you know, an Xbox 360 game and put it on the switch because you know, that's similar, good enough hardware. Right. Um, but it's not, it's, it's never really like, adapted very well or like you know it's it's like downscaled in such a degree because yeah like this, this even the, the switch now even really isn't as powerful as like an xbox 360 
relatively speaking, because it has to, uh, you know, it has to uh, um, compensate for like handheld performance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, like being able to show some like high quality ports on, on maybe superior hardware would, uh, you know, would be, you know, at least something, right? Like if you could, if you could show me like, um, I don't know. Yeah. Like, you know, Final Fantasy seven remake running on, on a, a switch pro I'd be like, okay, you know what? I'm impressed. <laughs> that would be huge. Yeah. That would be, that would be humongous. <laughs> Yeah, so um, that spun off into a weird E3 tangent, but we were talking about a, a new Nintendo Switch. So, well, you know, it's, it's they go hand in hand. hand. It's hand in yeah. hand. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, uh, I mean, hopefully, I'm excited. I mean, like, I, I really want to see, but I mean, like, not, not even just so much like addressing, um, like, you know, newer, better, like, like tech within the the system itself, right? Like. You know, it's it's one of those things where you know you kind of want to see them address issues that exist on the Switch. Like if they're gonna make a Switch Pro, like those Joy Cons better be like top tier. Like I ain't messing around with no Joy Con drift bullcrap <laughs> on a Switch Pro. I mean, yeah, that's one thing that that Nintendo's very good for with these system revisions, right? Like if you look at the Game Boy Advance putting in that uh, you know the backlit screen and all that, you know they 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 have shown that the know what's up with the systems and what needs to be fixed so um that was the sp get it together what's what, what did i say you said game boy advance well yeah the game boy advance the sp model yeah well the sp i mean the game boy advance is just the game boy advance the game boy advance is game boy advance sp well i just no because the sp was weird foldable <laughs> and it had a backward screen and the original advance was just a brick well, don't quote the dark magic to the deep magic to me, which I was there when it was written. <laughs> uh, listen, you don't know. I mean, I was there too, and I I, I, I always called it the SP because it was easier than saying GBASP. Yeah, everyone, like yeah, everyone, elemental P. Everyone I knew just called it the SP as well, right? Like, yeah, and the and then so you just called the original just the advance. Yeah, um, but like like I was saying though, like the they they generally know what's up with the systems, like or they've shown that they are willing to address what is the issues with their systems. So yeah, again, I'd like to think the Joy-Con thing, especially with the class action suits against them, like there's they are aware of it. Yeah, they have to be. Um, and even just on a day to day basis, you have to you have to imagine how many people are probably calling in to like Nintendo support to be like, I need like replacement Joy Cons or. Because like you can't like you could call support and say like I have Joy-Con drift like can I send these in and get get them fixed or get new Joy-Cons and yeah, they'll send they'll yeah. send you other ones like I still need to do it actually because uh, well it's strange because like I have uh, an official pair that came with my Switch and I also have um, I, th I, th I think it's Hori that makes this one I have it's like a yeah. it's like a Legend of Zelda one that just clicks onto it's like it's only for handheld mode mm -hmm. uh, and that one's drifting too which I find kind of strange like it's it's strange that the third party ones do it too but. Yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird thing, and I, I like nobody's ever really been able to to pinpoint what causes it. Like I, you know, the the thing that I remember the most people saying was that it was just like it's it's like something to do with with the like the wireless component of the Joy-Con, and it like it's like a it's sort of like it's like Bluetooth technology sort of that um like that affects the the like the, I guess the transmission of like the, the, you know, the, the stick between like the, 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 the system itself, like the input. So like, yeah. I remember people saying that, you know, if you just took a piece of like electromagnetic, like sponge, like, you know, it's like stuff that they, they usually pack electronics in 
and right. just sort of put that like in your Joy-Con, like it would completely eliminate the issue. Weird. Yeah, like I, when I counter it, like I say, I, I say I boot up Animal Crossing, and my villager starts like walking back into their house. Essentially, like I just, I just put the con- the console in sleep really quick, turn it back on five seconds later, and it's usually corrected. Well, one of the one of the things I I did that I that I found like sort of worked um, was like a, just a little simple like DIY where if you t- if you take a little bit of like electrical um, contact cleaner mm-hmm. and like spray it in the like. It, there's sort of like a there's like a lip like a plastic lip where the where the stick is that you can kind of get under and it shows like where like the the you know the the stick like ball is right um if you spray a little like electrical contact cleaner on it like typically it it it, it fixes it fix resolves the issue i'll say um for a little while i haven't noticed a lot of drift on my computer like i've noticed it here and there but then like yeah it's 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 it sort of like goes away <laughs> right yeah like it's not always there I mean, either either way, like say the Switch Pro comes out and it has improved Joy Cons, I hope they sell those ones separately for the old Switch as well. Because, you know, like I'm I'm at a point where it's like I want to either get a second Switch or a Switch Lite for my household, because like my my wife and daughter have started playing Pokemon and Animal Crossing mm-hmm. and stuff, and like I also want to invest in a second pair of Joy Cons. But I'm like, oh, there's all these rumors keep popping up. I'm like, well, I don't want to shell the money out for this and then want to buy the new thing in three months, right? Like, yeah. Just let me plan my finances, Nintendo. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know every time, and I'm still, I still, I still like sweat a little bit every time I go into a a Best Buy or something, and I see the the Animal Crossing themed <laughs> Switch, and I'm just like, I can't there. afford to get a second Switch. <laughs> it's there. It's I so want close. it so bad, though. <laughs> yeah. Need well, to be able you know, to switch uh, trade Pokemon within my own house. <laughs> <laughs> I just use the uh, just use the app, man. Uh, that doesn't work for evolving things, though. I guess that's I guess that's fair. I guess that is fair. That's uh, like I started to play a second game of uh, Pokemon Sword, so I could get the other version of Urshifu from the uh, Isle of Armor DLC. Yeah, but what you could do is make a second uh, profile. Yeah, that, that, that's that, yeah, that's what I've done. So I like, I made a I made another profile, started another save file. And then you can go into home from your main profile and like move stuff around between boxes. I mean, if you wanted to be really roundabout about it, you could just like put all your Pokemon in a, in in the Poke Bank, delete your file, start over, get all the Pokemon that you couldn't get, move them into the box, and then just like put them all into like one file. Yeah, well, that's complicated. <laughs> <laughs> it's doable. <laughs> <laughs> the point is, like, uh, my my wife was trying to plan her team, and like, she wanted to use uh, one of the ones that needs to trade to evolve. I said, "Well, actually, you can't fully f- evolve this one unless we get, you know, someone to do that." And you don't have Switch on your, like, we only have the one Switch online. Like, we don't have the family plan or whatever. So, like, I have to trade it over. Or just like whatever, I'll, I'll just use something else. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, like, there's, I mean, there's like, I mean, there are resources that you know that you like. You can go on uh, on. Um... I know there's I know there's a there's a subreddit where people can like like do like tra- like set up trades and stuff because it's basically how I completed my my decks on mm-hmm. Shield right like like they're willing to like trade you um like like evolution Pokemon like like four other ones right so as long as you just have like one of the Pokemon that's going to evolve through the trade that you can sort of swap them back and forth yeah for sure like I I recently did that with someone on Pokemon Home because I've got uh, I've almost got the complete decks registered on the Home. I just yeah. need a Mars Shadow at this point. Um, I haven't found one of those yet, so I I like traded 
or I swapped, or someone someone was willing to trade me those ones I needed and then trade them back, and then I helped him out by going into Sword and like actually doing the trade thing for him. But yeah, there's extra steps when it's on a different profile. So I'd, 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 I'd have to go into Home, fucking move their thing from one profile to the other, go onto my online account online, do the trade, move it back, and my wife was just like, I'll, I'll just pick a different Pokemon instead. It's fine. That's the yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, so yeah. Tangent, tangents within tangents today. Exactly. <laughs> well, you know, it's what we do on this podcast. Um, it's, real, it's real gamer talk. But uh, but moving on, we've got some uh, some business news that uh, might shake up things. Uh, I mean, shake up things is a really really generous way of putting it. We've got more. We got business news that just you know show the uh, the folly of of capitalistic monopolies that that go on in this in this <laughs> world. Um, so Amazon bought MGM Studios. Um, they're known for stuff like uh, Silence of the Lambs, and I think the the James Bond movies. James Bond is probably their yeah, probably their biggest thing they still have movie wise. Yeah, um, but like you know, so like a lot a lot of movies that that fell under the uh, like MGM Studio uh, banner. I think like a lot of the like older movies too. Um, like so I'm yeah, looking at MGM's website here, they got James Bond, Handmaid's Tale, Rocky, Wizard of Panther, Oz, Vikings, Legally Blonde, Stargate, and RoboCop. That's what they advertise on their website. Yeah, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just looking. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just going through like Google now. Yeah, two, 2001: A Space Odyssey, uh, Secret of Nim, A Christmas Story. Yeah. Oh yeah, they, yeah, they got Poltergeist. Yeah, they got a lot of stuff. Um, so <clears throat> what that means? Bless you. Um, what that means? Uh, going forward, I guess basically that, you know, uh, realistically for the studio itself, I'm sure it'll be no, you know, no harm, no foul. They're going to keep making movies, obviously. I, you know, I'm sure there'll be um, probably, you know, some 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 James Bond movies that become Amazon Prime exclusives. Um, that's the that's thing- an extreme get in itself, actually, for them is James Bond. Like that is still a huge... Like well, years, years and decades later, and so many different releases. But every time they release a new box set of James Bond stuff, people lose their minds. Well, the, and this is the thing that that is genuinely like concerning to me because it just it like it like it's this whole you know with with when the the whole Disney Plus thing, how like these studios sort of carve content between themselves and like you know ownership. Um, becomes a big factor like you know so like when disney plus happened like pretty much all the marvel movies that were on netflix are gone and now they're on disney plus you know Mm -hmm. so like now you got to figure all the all the mgm movies that are on netflix or like other streaming services they're all just going to go to prime right so it's like now you're basically just being strong-armed into getting a prime subscription which i'm not going to do um yeah i mean like a lot of people have it just because they have Amazon for the shipping stuff, right? Like, I mean, I don't personally, but like, uh, you know, I have access to, like, if there was something essential, I could like go to my my in laws' house and watch it. You know, like they have it. Um, yeah, I mean, and it, you know, I've I've said this, I've said this before. Um, I don't, I don't, I definitely don't advocate it, but you know, I just torrent everything. <laughs> I mean, I, to- I mean, I, I mean, I totally don't, I don't. That's illegal, and you shouldn't do it. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, like you know what I mean. It's just like this, and and but like and and, and not to not to like you know just just to kind of like um, join my point here is that like it's just like this is the kind of stuff that I genuinely do think like increase like for as much as as these these companies like you know bemoan the the 
the the evils of piracy it's like you guys are kind of forcing our hands here like it's like kind of like you said i know a lot of people have prime for like you know whatever reasons i don't personally because i don't order a lot of stuff online enough to justify getting a prime subscription but it's like i'm not going to subscribe to netflix and prime and HBO Max and uh, Disney Plus. Like, I'm not going to have like 19 different subscriptions just to watch like you know the movies I want to watch. Like absolutely, yeah. I mean, everyone has to draw a line somewhere. Like no one's going to pay for 20 different services a month. Like it's going. Um, I mean, like I, I didn't have a problem with the whole Fox Disney thing because mostly because you know Marvel already owned half of that stuff and like to bring that studio back together, that was fine. But now now that keeps happening. It's like, okay. Well, now those movies are going to be on this service. These are going to be on that one, and this is going to be on Disney Plus. And it's like, well, I, yeah, like I said, you have to draw a line somewhere. And you know, I'm not getting Prime, I'm not getting Paramount or Paramount's uh, Paramount Plus. Like, it's just, yeah, it's no, just exactly. Plus. Like, it's just, it's just like it, at some point, it's just it really just it just it becomes this whole like who can own everything thing, right? Like, and, and no one can own everything, so you're just going to have these like these different factions. It's going to be like a post-apocalyptic wasteland tribes like yeah exactly for content <laughs> i remember the day the primes came <laughs> yeah. i mean i th- this is part of me doesn't really care too much other because i still like physical media so if there's a movie that i want to like own or to watch whenever i want i'll buy it like i don't have a problem going to like my, my local secondhand store and buying you know a blu-ray that i really want to like have around so i'm not you know, there's, there's, there's nothing in MGM, especially in this case, that really makes me go, oh, damn, I really I really, I really want to get Prime now for this. No, and I mean, like, it, it, if anything, like, it really does, it does come down to that thing that, like, I definitely won't, you know, torrent a movie that I really want to watch if I want to watch it because it's not on Netflix. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just yeah. like, if it comes to that case, I'm just like, you know, I, I mean, it's like, it's been a while since I've watched Silence of the, Lie, the Silence of the Lambs, like, well, I'm not getting Prime for that, so you know, clickety clack clack. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just uh, I'm actually just watching the Sonic thing in the background here. Just have it off, the sound off, and it looks like they're remaking Colors. Get out of town! Was that was that you who saw about oh. Colors once? I I don't know. Um, oh, are we missing the Sonic thing right now? It's on right now. Yeah, I think this is Sonic oh. Colors. I never played it. I know a lot of people were were talking about. Um, like rumors of uh, of of colors getting remade. Dude, no, colors was actually like a really good game. Um, it's 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 one of those things where like you know people people like to dunk on Sonic and 3D Sonic specifically. So there was a point in time that even though like good 3D Sonics were coming out, like people just wrote it off. Um, yeah. as like oh it's a 3d sonic so it's bad sonic like all this ultimate yeah there it is confirmed sorry oh that's uh, fucking awesome <laughs> so, uh, september 7th oh is it is it for switch uh it's on everything oh that's so no colors colors was actually really good i remember i played i played the ds version i didn't i never played um I, well i played the ds version first sorry um mm-hmm. and then like uh, it was genuinely like really good because it, it, it they built it like it was a 2D Sonic and it was really fun and really like really like good to play. The 3D version like, genuinely is really good. Like it handles really well. The levels are all really inventive. The powers are all really cool. Yeah, yeah no, there, there definitely were some bad Sonic 3D games. Like that's that's original. Like, 100% there was. And stuff, yeah, but yeah, too much, too, much, too much stuff got written off instantly. Like Adventure I, 2 was really good. 
I'll never um, forget when uh, when Sonic Lost World came out because it was a, like you know it was a Wii U exclusive and it was a Sonic game. So I was like, oh, I got to get that. Of course, it's Wii U exclusive. Um, and I I genuinely remember reading a GameSpot review where like the whoever wrote that review, like. I mean, they were just objectively wrong. Like, they were saying things about the game that just, like, straight up were not in it. Right. And it kind of, like, it really did bother me because because it really was one of those things where I was just like, is this because, like, is this just because, like, it's a 3D Sonic game, you can say it's bad and people will just agree with you, like, on principle? Like, like there was, there have been a, there's been a long stretch of good 3D Sonic games, like, I, I even heard that Sonic Forces, the one where you can make original characters, I heard yeah. that was pretty decent no, too. Some weirdness uh, with the OCs, but yeah, like a lot of it, like it's actually like really not a bad game. Like it's 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 kind of um, it's kind of basic. <gasps> Sorry, what? Sonic Origins. <laughs> what? Uh, Sonic Sonic Two, Sonic Three, Sonic Knuckles, Sonic CD, all uh, Ooh, on, yeah. on one pack. Uh, looks like it. Yeah, they just uh, plash those on the screen here. It looks like it could be all three. That's, I mean, that's cool and all, but like, you know, that's, that's everything. Th- that's everything yeah. I need. Well, I mean, like, there's the, 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 been a lot of those, so like, you know, I guess a new, a new version, like, is um, to have that on the Switch is uh, is gonna be good for sure. Yeah, is but is isn't that like Genesis Collection thing on the Switch too? I don't know, but does it have all those? Like, Sonic CD is sometimes left off of things like that. Oh, you know, yeah, I don't think I don't think Sonic. No, because yeah, that was Sonic CD, right? I think the Genesis like collection. Um, thing is just like it's just all the genesis or most of the genesis games right i, I know sonic yeah. one two three and knuckles are all on that thing and usually knuckles in the past has been or like the sonic and knuckles add-on has like been sometimes it's like an unlockable version i think the gamecube one i had that one and i think you had to like separately unlock sonic three and knuckles like sonic yeah, 3 yeah. was there sonic and knuckles was there but then the three and knuckles yeah, like yeah, yeah. Knuckles were separate unlocks you had to like beat the game and then yeah you could play as like knuckles in sonic three um, but I mean, like this is this is this is Sonic to me. Like all, all I also need is like Sonic Adventure two thrown in the mix, and like that's everything that I adore about Sonic. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I I I, I, I agree with you on that one. Um, it's it really just is one of those one of those things where I was kind of like you know I'd see it and I'd be like, well, that's neat, but it's just like you know it's been done. Like a remake of Sonic Colors to me is is far more. Um, far more exciting than just like another you know yet another sonic collection and, pack and have, having both too is good and um, you can like, get you can you can play as like movie sonic in ultimate colors come on really that's cool I'm just i'm just i'm just sort of like pouring over the uh the uh um, I, I really hope ben Schwartz's voice is involved in that that'd be fun <laughs> that would be cool uh <laughs> He was in. Uh, he's in the new Modok show. He plays Modok's son. I watched the first episode last week, and as, as soon as he started talking, I was like, "That's Sonic." Oh wait, no, that's Ben Schwartz. <laughs> oh, is this is this Sonic Colors: Rise of the Wisp? Is this a TV show? Looks like some kind of animated show. Oh, yeah. it looks so good. Yeah, definitely. Oh my god, the animation is so good. Mecha Sonic's in the mix. I love it. I, you know what? I obviously we can't we can't really sit down and watch this uh, this thing. But uh, if they if they end this thing by showing a trailer for Sonic Two, I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna plots. <laughs> um, <laughs> this all right, is, anyway, this is like the thirtieth anniversary right here. But uh, let's uh, let's <laughs> let's let's try to get back on track here. Um, breaking news happens when breaking news happens. <laughs> I guess that's true. Yeah, you heard it first. You heard it here first. This is live. 
This is live breaking news Sonic uh, podcast. <laughs> we should have been recording a video of this so we could get like the thumbnail. Like, oh, the old yeah. thumbnail. Yeah. Damn, be- Whoa. Yeah. What are that's we even in, doing? That's in every thumbnail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What are we even um, doing? So uh, I guess uh, lastly in the in the news, um, one of the just the things I saw that I kind of wanted to talk about that was dumb um, was that there's they announced a, a sort of a, a Call of Duty. I don't know if that's it's for the mobile. Uh, yeah, I know it's uh, Call of Duty Mobile's doing like an '80s movie action star thing, and so Rambo is a playable character. And part of me feels like a game that of like Call of Duty that really glorifies like war and combat and all that stuff. Having Rambo in it like genuinely misses the point of like what those movies were about. Like I know like I know Rambo two uh, or First Blood Part two. Like I mean, right? I guess Rambo two also. Um, like you know, really d- kind of like people people often lose the the point. Uh, because it is so like action in- intensive but like rambo or at least you know first blood like it it doesn't you know it doesn't mince words on where that that movie stands on like war and like the treatment of soldiers specifically after vietnam right like so like i don't know it just feels weird that you would put a character like rambo in a game that's just all about like, yeah, murder war is the best. <laughs> yeah, when did Call of Duty become Fortnite? Ah, uh, I don't know. <laughs> like, I, I, mean, I, I, don't, I don't pay attention to Call of Duty because I'm just kind of tired of the whole series. But like, yeah. when did it become Fortnite? I mean, this is the mobile version, which I which I have heard is actually fairly good for like a mobile version. Like, it actually that actually does have like um, online multiplayer. Um, like online PvP for like a mobile first person shooter is mm. actually pretty good. I've seen it. I've actually seen it in play. It is, and I'll, I'll admit, it is surprisingly competent for a mobile game. Um, wow. But it also is designed very much like a mobile game, right? So, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, part of me, part of me gets it, but part of me also goes, Meh. I know, <laughs> I know, like it, it's sort of like a, a parody of itself, like what Rambo sort of turned into. But it's, that's not even a hundred percent true because even, even. Um, even uh, Rambo Four, like, was pretty gritty, in like and like pretty like uh, like you know vicious. I want to say in its depiction of like the brutality of of combat that like the extent that Rambo goes to. It's not like glorified. It's really portrayed in a way that just makes you go like this guy has like genuinely just like lost it. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I, for me, all, all it is is just, you know, the Fortnite character grab thing, that's one thing. You know, that's a bit of a cash grab capitalist thing. That's fine. That's Fortnite's whole market, you know? That's that. That's their thing. That Call of Duty is picking it up and doing this with Rambo, like, that in itself is just like, well, there's, you're not even trying. Like, you don't care about the character. No. Not, you know, I mean, I'm not invested in Rambo myself, but I mean, like, you just, you're just throwing stuff in to get people to buy loot boxes and you're being pretty untransparent about it. Like, this is just... No, and, and, and especially that, you know, it's an 80s action star, what I'm guessing is an event. Like, you know, I'm sure Rambo's just the first, right? Then they're probably going to put in, you know, Terminator. They're probably going to put in... Um, the uh, Predator, Schwarzenegger. Well, like. I mean, who... Yeah, yeah, exactly. That, yeah, that one... <laughs> The get to the chopper, Arnold. Yeah. What was, what was his name again? It was um, wasn't it? It was wasn't it John something? Ah, something. John like Murdoch. That. No. Isn't isn't his name always John in a movie? <laughs> I feel like uh, that's the generic name he goes to. No, oh no, he was no, he was Dutch. 
That's right. He was Dutch. What the hell am I thinking of? I don't know. <laughs> Just making up characters. <laughs> but even you know, at least at least Dutch from you know it would make more sense than than friggin' Rambo. Yeah, like it, it, what is the time frame for this mobile Call of Duty? Anyways, like, um, are they is, is like a modern like modern warfare type thing? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, a, yeah, 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 pretty much. So like that, like that makes even less sense to take the Indies character and throw it into the modern warfare game. Like it'd be, it'd be one thing if it was like you know their historical based things or were their historical based games, but uh, to throw oh, them into the know, modern. I, what are the other characters? Apparently, although I didn't see him in the trailer. This is a, there's a second trailer I missed. Apparently, John McClane is showing up also. But there's Why? no there's no there's no there's no footage of him. It just shows like a a, a match, lighting gasoline like, and then Die Hard the Die Hard logo shows up. Um, okay. uh, because you know John McClane, right? It's action hero, eighties. I, I I didn't realize Die Hard was a military thriller, but <laughs> well, it, I mean, did you see what Die Hard became? Also, it really did become wow. a parody of itself. <laughs> Yeah, all, all of them do in time. Like you either you either die the hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. So. You either die hard the the hero, <laughs> die harder, or, or or live long enough to you know give them a war they never that they wouldn't believe <laughs> that they never asked for. <laughs> oh man, yeah, it's out of control. But yeah, it yeah. is. But you know, enjoy it's, your money. It's you know yeah people 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 will will get something out of that so good for them um oh man I'm so excited for Sonic Colors I just uh, sorry I'm on Twitter and I just saw like a uh, a thing for it that makes me so I'm, it, I'm, it, I'm honestly, excited to try it because I, I I wanted to check it out after Generations oh, came out but I couldn't find you know what, the time. what a what a missed opportunity this this trailer is like. It's, they don't even have the music. Reach for the stars <laughs> is like one of the best like Sonic themes that's out there. They don't even have it. Why? Look what it made the thing so much more. Why is it in silence? Look what they did to my boy. <laughs> Look how they massacred my boy. Why would they? Oh, why would they not use Reach for the Stars? Come on. Why doesn't every game just use Escape from the City? No. Well, you know what? No. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but um, like. <laughs> like uh there that's what i mean like, a lot of the newer sonics too had really good intro themes like yeah like lost world or lost world had had a lot of really great music behind it um sonic even sonic unleashed had a lot of really great like music in a lot of their levels i mean shit say, what, say what you like want that. about sonic 06 and you know it, it had a lot of cool songs in it too looks like uh, they're doing another sonic project next year uh, just kind of like a vague tease, so that's kind of exciting. yeah. Depending oh. on what that's going to be, but uh, just I Sonic CD was so good at the time. Like I, I had it on PC. Yeah, no, no, it really was. And uh, just the sheer replayability of that, trying to get all the different versions of the of the stages and stuff, like the whole past, present, future thing. I'll never forget uh, the first time I ever saw Sonic CD. My one of the like one of my like neighbors had. Um, had like a pc version of it and i don't know if it was like a boot or something because it like it just like didn't work so like there this is like i feel like or like maybe this is like one of the earliest like creepy pastas that ever existed <laughs> because i'll never forget like there was it got to a point where like, you sort of like went through like the first level ish like not it wasn't like the whole first level um and it got to a it got to a a, a point where like it seemed like it was setting up like a boss fight but like Amy Rose was there and then like Metal Sonic just kind of showed up and the music got really scary. 
and like intense and then like the game like i think like like metal sonic like like took amy like made and just like left with her and then the game just like wouldn't progress forward like you just were basically just like stuck and I'll never ever forget that because I was just like, "What is going on?" And I remember the music was so like, like it was it genuinely freaked me out to the point where I was like, "Okay, we need to turn this off." <laughs> I I do remember the music being strange. I think there was always like a delay where you couldn't move, um, but like while the cutscene was playing. I don't know. Like, all like all I remember ball. was it like it just the game would just like lock at that point, and like you just could not progress. Yeah, it, it up, was. Uh, but, uh, Sonic CD is a good game. Don't sleep on that one. It, oh it no, it, yeah, it's, it, it might. It actually might be considered one of the the best of the like two D Sonic games. I don't know if that still holds up now that Sonic Mania exists, but like in terms of like the classic two uh, D Sonics, CD is regarded as the best. Top top three for me are Sonic Three and Knuckles, specifically Sonic Three and Knuckles. I like uh, you know what? I like Sonic Two a lot. I think Two is kind of an underrated Sonic. Two is really game. good, but Three outshines it for me personally. But you know, it's just better. It's it's the improvement to the to the to the software, like being able to actually get through the game. Here's, here's Sonic, Sonic, Sonic Sonic Two, the 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 Metal Sonic battle is amazing. It's a really well structured battle, but it's by that point you have no lives left, and it's just like you can never get past that part as a kid. Yeah. So yeah, right. That's, the, that's how Harbor was at the time, just how it was. But you know, being able to actually beat Sonic Three and Knuckles is a nice advantage to it. Yeah, that is true too. The save the save files were very save, nice. Save files are a bit of a cop out, and from a pure perspective, but you no, know. I mean, come on, that's just that's just that's just advancement of of game design, right? Like, and being able to like you know go back and get all the special stages and get the yeah. true ending that way, you know. But you know, yeah, my my top three is Sonic Three Knuckles specifically, and then um, Sonic CD would be the second place, and then Sonic Mania. Yeah. Um, I mean, are we talking? Are we talking strictly two D Sonic? Are we talking just Sonic? Yeah, two D. Um, yeah, yeah. I'd probably say the same. I'd probably say my my number three would be um, uh, probably Sonic, Sonic, Sonic and Knuckles specifically. Not, I wouldn't say Sonic three and mm-hmm. Knuckles just because, like, it's just like you know, as much as I like Sonic three, um, I, I just I didn't I didn't care for Knuckles all that much, so I never really played as him. Like, but like Sonic, oh, Sonic that. and Knuckles, just like all the levels in it were were solid. But then, like Sonic Three and Knuckles, why I say that specifically is because you had the whole sixteen level, like the whole back to back game, like those two games. Their level design is amazing. Yeah, um, exactly. For, yeah, I guess, uh, and go through all the combined levels of that. That's that's my ideal. Yeah, I guess that, that okay. That's that's fair. Okay, okay, I'll I'll accept that. We'll, <laughs> we'll say Sonic Sonic Three and Knuckles. Um, uh, and then yeah, probably uh probably Sonic Two, and then um. Or even like I don't know, like there's a lot of really good Game Boy Advance Sonics as well. That's true. Actually, I wasn't even thinking about that. The Sonic Advance series was, was, was awesome. Yeah. Sonic Two or Sonic Advance Two uh, was really good specifically. Yeah, too. exactly. And oh, then the uh, compilation of that put that on something. And then yeah, probably Sonic Mania. <laughs> That's the oh. real package we need is the Sonic Advance trilogy or like repackage. That'd be that'd be awesome. Um. Oh wow, some diamond necklaces. It's crazy how much game merchandise comes out these days. If you think about it, from uh, all the fancy, expensive stuff that companies put out, it's kind of yeah. It's nice, but also kind of ridiculous. Like <laughs> all the multi-hundred-dollar pieces of jewelry that uh, you know who's actually buying. Got Sonic on it. Someone's gonna buy it. Bling bling. Who was that one rapper who got that? Like he was like showcasing. I can't remember. He was like showcasing. Uh, he had got this like giant like piece of like Shenron bling. 
Oh, wow. It was nuts. Oh yeah, no, it was nuts. It was this huge, like this like massive like chain with this like diamonds or like jewel studded Shenron on it. And he was just like, yeah, I was like freaking out. It was so funny. <laughs> I can't awesome. remember who it was though. Um, but anyway, moving on. So um, we got a little game talk here and, uh, and oh boy, it's been a, it's been a, it's been a ride with this one. So um, I played uh, Biomutant. And I got to review that one. Um, and got to tell you, it's not a good game. Um, <laughs> it's particularly bad on console. Uh, I've seen a lot of people, you know, flaming me in the comments like, oh, I, you know, I got, I played it with, uh, you know, monolithic hal 3000 and i didn't have any problems with it and it's just like i like i hopped on just google today and i just typed in biomutant console and like everyone's just like yeah no like this the, the console versions are bad uh that's, like that's the advantage of, of a pc you know I mean, you know things, yeah you there, there, there comes a point where there are certain console exclusive things that will ruin a console version of a game that's that's fair cyberpunk doesn't run well on consoles but it's good on pcs if you're maxed out you know yeah but i feel like you know again that that's that's kind of a stupid cop-out-y excuse to make for developers who can't like optimize their games across all platforms it's like don't release your game on all platforms if one of them is going to be inferior and one isn't and it's just yeah. like like and this is the thing it's just like people not everyone has the ability to buy these you know thousand dollar pcs that they can deck out with thousand dollar like like ram chips and video cards and stuff like you know a console version should be pretty like universal across the board um yeah i mean like that's that's more of a point like against the comments on or against your review with that you know you know fine like great it works on your on your computer but you know this is a this is a solid console like you can't just customize parts in a console like it doesn't no, work exactly on a ps4 it's a um, ps4 version therefore <laughs> i mean like and i mean just like aside from that it's just like it's just a really bad game like it like i don't i don't understand it because yeah like and it's actually it's funny to me because like like a little while ago before it had come out like i kind of like i kind of remembered like seeing something i think i was like i went on to like the the like terminals website that we go to to like request like game keys and stuff Mm-hmm. And I saw like I saw like a little just like a little like post or something about like you know keeping an eye on on Biomutant. And part of me like was kind of just like you know like whatever happened to that game? Like it kind of kind of feels like they announced it and then like nobody said anything about it until like you know suddenly it's just like oh by the way it's coming out like on this day. Um, and it you know and it wasn't just me like I saw even like Polygon was making jokes about that because they they released an article that was like Biomutant remember that one it's coming out this day <laughs> and I was like okay yeah so it's not just me like everyone literally forgot about this game um, which is weird because it seemed like it had a lot of hype behind it when it first came out you know just just based on premise alone and like you know a couple like screenshots and like you know concept art. You know, I remember a lot of people like getting pretty, pretty excited for it. I mean, myself included. I like the idea of it. Um, but yeah, no. What 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 ended up uh, what ended up on the disc was you know what I what I struggle to call an RPG. Um, <laughs> you know, it's at and I you know I said I said a lot of this in my review. Like, it's at best an action game with RPG elements. But, you know, an RPG, it is not. 
Um, I mean, mo mo most things have RPG elements to them these days. If you have any kind of stat, you can call that an RPG element. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that term can be used very liberally. <laughs> be, being able to level up and such. Um, Levels and skills do not an RPG make alone. But yeah, you can say they are elements, I suppose. Yeah, no, it's just like, and it's just like, it's, it's so incredibly shallow. Like, it, you know, it boasts being this, like, this, like, this, uh, this, like, you know, revolutionary game with like, like, you know, inventive new combat. It's not, it's like really just like basic you know baby's first third person combat with with some gunplay mixed in like you know while i was playing it like i was so dejected during the combat i genuinely was just like wow move over devil may cry like you got a new you got a new contestant for the best uh <laughs> brawler out there like it's just yeah no like it's just the co and the combat's so like it's just it's so monotonous like it's just a just a button masher like there's no thought behind it at all um and it's just like it's like you know like down to like everything like even like the like, like the like the the, the 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 narrative elements of it too like like you know at first it's it, it, it sort of launches it starts the game and there's like a, there's like there's this like you know narrator who's sort of explaining everything and and that's like that's like consistent throughout the game right that you're sort of joined by this narrator and it it, it almost feels like you're playing like dungeons and dragons where you have this one person who's like describing everything right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but then that goes even further because the way like character like dialogue happens is like You'll 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 start talking to a character, and for like a solid like five to ten seconds, it's just like like followed by you know he tells you that you used to be his best friend and you have since lost your way, but he is <laughs> glad to see you. And the thing, like it's just like every fucking conversation is just wasting time, like with with just nothing, like. I wouldn't have minded so much if they had just committed to the idea a hundred percent and just been like, you know, showed the two characters like just like silently conversing with the narrator, just explaining the way the conversation the whole time. Like, yeah, fine, right? That's better. But like, yeah, just to waste your time with gibberish. And there's even an option to turn the gibberish, like the rate of gibberish down, which is completely worthless because even if you turn it down to like one, you know, there's still a pretty good chance that you're going to have to sit through the entirety of the gibberish. Why? Yeah. Why would you want to slow down the gibberish when you want to get through that faster? Well, it doesn't know. Not that it slows it down. It just like reduces how like long the characters like say it before the narrator comes in. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. But it's a crapshoot because that's what I mean. Like sometimes it's like sometimes it's like a second and then, you know, the, the narrator starts speaking. And sometimes it's like a solid, like still like, you know, five, ten seconds. They just, they just play it in, 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 in its entirety. So it's like th this is the thing that was pissing me off because it was like there, like there were moments where I was trying to skip the gibberish. But because it was such a crapshoot, like I just end up skipping the narration because I'd press X at like the moment that the, the narrator started talking because I didn't know how long it was going to be until the, the <laughs> until he came in. And it's just like, like, again, like, it just, like, it's just so, it's so poorly, like, put together. Like, nothing matters. Like, like, there's a morality system for no reason. Like, just because, like, it's just, like, it just, nothing feels like anything you do has any, like, consequences. Like, most of the morality system is, is tied to, like, the dialogue system, which, again, like, is just worthless. 
it's like you you know you 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 can you can like choose like you know the good tribe because basically it's like the you know the world is is sort of like ending there was a post apocalypse all the animals are now like like anthropomorphic except for the ones who aren't they're just like you know they just became like monsters you know and there's a, there's a tree of life that's keeping the world together but these giant monsters are eating away at the roots so you have to go like kill them but in order to do that you have to unite all the tribes and do that there's only there's only one way no matter if you pick the the tribe that's like the guys who just want to like end the world and kill everything or if you pick the good guys who want to like unite the tribes and and make and and keep the world alive like every you know uniting moment is just you storming into a tribe killing whoever is like you know <laughs> requires killing and then either like talking to the to the leader to try and convince them to join you or just killing them okay. so it's like you can't yeah. like you can't like stealth into an area you can't just like you know try to like dialogue your way through the whole encounter like it's just like go to a place kill a bunch of guys talk to the leader wash rinse repeat like wow that's not uh no it's 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 genuinely like just not interesting like it's genuinely poorly structured right like and even like why yeah like, have, why have the choice in the first place yeah that's exactly like it just it it's it, it becomes completely meaningless right so you know like whatever you know a bad game is a bad game that's fine what has genuinely been infuriating to me is sort of like the response behind it you know, seeing, seeing like, you know, on my, on my review alone, but also like within like Twitter and stuff like that, like people are just really bending over backwards to defend this thing. Like, and, and apparently like, we're like, you know, I'm just this tremendous asshole because, you know, I had the balls to say that it's just like not good. And I just didn't, you know, I wasn't like, polygon or ign that can't seem to find a review score lower than a six because even though they said everything i said you know it was like still six out of ten there's a little something for everyone <laughs> no well i mean it, to me it sounds like a very generic kind of mediocre game and you know that that can be a four or a six to people i suppose benefit of the doubt but yeah I mean, I feel like, but I mean, like, like when you're saying that, like, the combat is monotonous and shallow and genuinely, like, not very, like, doesn't really work a lot of times. Like, you know, the way enemies telegraph their attacks, like, is so sort of unpredictable. Like, none of the weapons feel like they have any weight behind them. Even if you use the giant two-handed sword, it still just kind of like hits enemies with like no like visual feedback really and it just like it doesn't there's no like stagger or anything like it just doesn't it doesn't feel satisfying to use anything right mm -hmm. like like there are there are just it's just genuine bad game design right but like so many people are just like no you're wrong oh you're the, the, you know I didn't. I didn't see any. I didn't have problems because I was playing it on a on a on a high powered PC. So you must be wrong. Like the you know the, the one guy. Oh my god, who like genuinely was trying to tell me that like like he's basically just describing how subjectivity works, but then telling me that like that's how you write an objective review is basically just to say like oh well I didn't like it or I didn't think it was good, but some people do, so that's fine. So it is therefore a good game. Yeah, like, I mean, it's, it's like not, you're not reviewing other people's <laughs> thoughts. Yeah, that's not. 
You know what I mean? Like, it's basically just like what what this guy was trying to explain away to me. And like the or, or you know the 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 one the one excuse that I see a lot of people using were like they're they're basically saying that like and I even kind of mentioned it in my review, but as time went on and I thought about it more, um, I was a lot less forgiving about it. That like the fact that like this um game was supposedly made by a team of like 20 people and therefore we're not allowed to be like critical about it because you know these guys worked very hard on it and uh and i saw one guy on twitter who 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 said something up to that effect that was like you know games that are made by small studios should be weighted differently than games that are made by like large ones because they they need more support and this and that and and i i responded to that tweet with um with Basically by saying, and I feel this is very apt, I said, you know, if if someone handed you a shit sandwich and they said to you, this was made by a team of 20 people that worked really hard on it and really put their love and care into it, would that be any easier to swallow than a shit sandwich made by a team of a thousand with more resources and time to do it? Like, give me a fucking break. That's a that's a, that's a mental image there. <laughs> like, I, it, I mean, this is... This is the thing. Like you, you rated this game a four. You're like you're not, you're not saying absolutely do not touch this game. You know. Oh no, like, I like, am. Well, okay. Well, <laughs> I'll just throw my plan out the window here. But you know what I'm saying. Like, like a bad review doesn't mean like, like yeah. I mean that doesn't mean someone else can't pick it up and enjoy it for what it is. Like you can't see past the flaws in it, which sound legitimate. But you know that doesn't mean someone else can't have a bad like have, or can't have a good time with it. You know, like you're not you're not. You're not physically ass- or not personally assaulting the, the team that made it, you know, like. Well, and, you know. and that's that's like that's kind of my like part of part of what I was thinking about. It's just like it's like, you know what? OK, if a team of 20 guys made this um, fine, but it's just like, you know, this this is to me what shows the folly of like these like these kinds of games. Right. It's like if you have a team of 20 developers, maybe don't start with you know the giant ambitious open world combat focused rpg that isn't going to turn out good just because of the limited manpower and resource that you have you know like you know people people point to stuff like like that and say oh well, you know this was made by a small team so it you know it should be um like judged differently it's like no you know like dust and elysian tale was made by literally one person and that guy spent 10 years of his life making a genuinely good video game probably because he knew that if he made a piece of shit it wouldn't be forget like forgiven just because it was made by one guy yeah i mean like small teams can make great games and huge teams can make giant bombs right like it's not yeah but you have to work yeah. within your means like if you, yeah, if exactly. you can't yeah. make a game like this then don't try and don't release it on a hope and a prayer that people are going to be like oh well you know it was like these guys really tried their best and you can see where all the good parts are but like it's like but they're, they're just, they just don't surface it's like yeah well you know what personally I'm tired of playing games where it's like where I can see where the good stuff should have been. I want to play a fucking game where the good stuff just is. Yeah, and I mean, like, for some reason, I was, I was thinking of uh, The Simpsons Herald. My family can't live in good intentions, Mark. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I mean, like, you know, maybe maybe <laughs> THQ Nordic was pressuring this out to market too fast. You know, like there's like this isn't to slight the development team personally and say everything they make is going to be garbage like maybe this was rushed out or something like no okay, yeah i mean like like and that and that that is fair but at the same point it's like it's like you have a you have something like a, a, a company like THQ Nordic backing your project like 
why why didn't you have more time why didn't you have more resources to make this like this isn't like just some just some like random indie studio that that self-published like they had a big name behind them yeah and i mean you know this is the internet for you too right like you know this is your opinion someone else disagree with you that doesn't make you inherently wrong or well, inherently uh, right. According to fucking everybody, apparently it is because you know, I, I, apparently I'm the tremendous asshole here who, who doesn't know how to review video games. Um, yeah. But like, well, there there is a range of scores on this one. Like, uh, they got some high scores from some places, but it got know, some high scores, from, I guess, from people who I I don't know. Like, did they have they never played a video game before? Like, I don't want to sound like those guys <laughs> from BlizzCon, but it's just like you know, when these guys play The Witcher Three, it's gonna blow their fucking minds. Like, <laughs> yeah. See, this this is sitting at a sixty-two. <laughs> currently on on metascore critic score and, and it's even got a 6.6 on the user score which you know well i mean i made the joke to myself that like you know once once i mean yahtzee put out his review of it and he basically again echoed almost everything i said and i'm like you know once once donkey puts out his video about how bad this game is then everybody will start to take it seriously until such yeah. a time we're all we're all apparently wrong um it's just it's just like it's just this thing i don't know it was like i was thinking about it yesterday it, it was it was really like just just like I was racking my brain, like like why this game? Like why this? Like this isn't like okay. Like I can kind of understand a game like Cyberpunk that had this tremendous pedigree behind it, oh, absolutely, you know, and yeah, so much hype behind it. And when it came out and it was a giant pile of shit, you know, people were still like really willing to fold themselves into pretzels to try and like defend it, Hello? but like like why this game you know like why a game that like it came out completely or you know it, it got announced completely disappeared like nobody was talking about it and then all of a sudden it comes out and it's just like this this revolutionary project that's apparently pushing the medium forward in such a way that i guess i myself will never understand like to be told to be totally honest, I didn't know what it was until the review code was out and you had snapped it up like uh and just looking at the box, like this is is this Rocket Raccoon the game? Okay. I mean, even <laughs> I didn't really know what it was when it for when it was like first sort of like uh even like when it was announced. Like there was there was such little information about it, like just based on looks alone. I thought, okay, this is gonna be some kind of like I don't know, maybe like The Last of Us, but with like a, like you know, anthropomorphic animals and stuff, like maybe this can be chalked up to like just a stale market right now like this this is the kind of time of year where there's not a lot of stuff to look forward to so, so people are getting really defensive about it i don't yeah, know part, part of me <laughs> feels like it's just like they bought that you know they were so excited for it when it first got announced that they pre-ordered it right away and now it's like that it's out they know it's bad but they don't want to have buyer's remorse about it because yeah because there's such there's so little coming out right now they have to just justify every purchase they make <laughs> there's 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 a, there's a really strange tendency to do that yeah like to instead of just being oh this game wasn't what i wanted it to be oh well trade it in at eb like they go well, instead I mean, yeah like it's just like fight for it they're really really like dying on the hill about it and i'm just like why like why this like this is the thing like this is what you're all so this is the hill you die on yeah you know what i mean like and it's just like, like that's what i mean it's like you play this and it's like how are you going to play this and then stack it up beside something yeah like devil may cry 5 like bloodborne like even like the witcher 3 like i know cd project red isn't without their problems but like you know the witcher 3 is objectively a very good game like 
how are you going to put that this game beside those actual like examples of like really like master classes in like action RPGs or even just action brawlers in general and be like, no, this is the one, this is the thing that, that does it. Like, and it's, and it's like, oh my God. And it's like, I, I don't understand. It's like, they didn't even get, they didn't even do anything interesting with the, with the fact that you are an animal. Like you can't like use like animal senses to find things. You don't have like enhanced like vision or hearing like, like options or like, you know, anything that, that actually plays into the idea that you are an animal. You're just, you might as well just be a dude. Yeah, sounds kind of like, conceptual. Don't get me wrong. I like I like a little like raccoon looking thing, you know, wearing jeans and and chucks as much as the next guy. But like, <laughs> and it's like, how can you how can you ignore things like like the, like the way you know there was there was a way. I wish I had captured this on video because like I, I I'm I don't know like I'm I'm not making this up. Where like you can attach like 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 mods to your armors and, and your like clothing and whatnot. And it gives you like the little like visual representation, right? Like an actual like visual buff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like it's it literally sits like a solid like two inches off your character. So I tried to put like a like something on 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 my pants that would make kind of look like a little like knee pad, like or like a like a patch. And it just it just like floated off my character. And I thought maybe it was like a little glitch, like just in the menu screen itself. But then no, like I, I went into the game and there it is. It's just floating off my character. And I'm like, wow, that looks really stupid. I'm not putting buffs on my character because it's gonna make my armor look ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, that's silly. Like it just yeah, like it was just so dumb. Like it, it, you know, and it's just like it there's there's like there's just like there's there's nothing to it. Like there's no depth to it. Like I don't have people who are defending like I don't know, like the combat or the progression. Like like you can choose a class, but it's basically meaningless because all it does is just give you like a different like ability or like a different like perk. So like I chose the saboteur, which like is the only class that can dual wield. But, like, you can still use every single weapon. As long as you pick it up, you can just, like, unlock skills for it and such. Hmm. So it's, like, it's not like there are class-specific weapons and, like, you know, it, it, it like, it makes you want to experiment a little bit. It's just, like, it's, 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 it's all the same. Like, there's just nothing to it. Even, even so, going so far to the point where, like, like, when when and i said this in my review like when i went to like to join the tribe that was like the good guys it literally straight up tells you this is like the first choice that you make in the game and it straight up tells you that choosing that path will lock you into the like save the world like uh like like quest line and you can like leave the tribe and go join a different tribe like or like you know like at any point but it, like, like when a game straight up says this is the you know, the first decision that will basically lock you into a path, like how 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 can you like experiment? How can you say this game has good narrative options? It has good dialogue options, you know? Especially when like when like Bioshock or not Bioshock, Mass Effect literally just came out, and that's legit or uh, the, the the remaster, sorry, just got released too. And it's like that. There's a set of games where, like, legitimately, like every choice you make affects the ending you get in some way. Like, no, like there's you, you get scored. You get scored on what you have or have not done. Yeah, like yeah, exactly. Or like you know, it radically will alter the outcome of what you do. It doesn't just tell you choosing this will lock you into this path forever and ever. Now, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can you can 
you can walk the line a lot of ways. Yeah, I mean, you can fuck things up really bad in a lot of ways, right? Like, if you are trying to go for a specific thing, like... There is a very bad way to go for this game. Yeah. yeah. But it's just like, I don't know. It's just like, it just, it, 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 it genuinely, genuinely confuses me. Like, I just, I don't understand how people are so defensive about this. Yeah, must be the, must be the time, I'm guessing, but... I mean, is it, is it just because there's a, there's a animal character like and you're more i guess you're more willing to be like defensive towards because it's like oh look it's an animal you don't see that every day but jordan is small is <laughs> small is small to, to epic puppers <laughs> oh my god uh, yeah no it was uh it was uh it was really it was really eye-opening I, I mean i love the one guy who left a comment and you know because of our like um the way our like comment uh, like plugin works. It's like you can just like make your own username if you're po- if you're posting anonymously. And he literally made his name Jordan Sucks. And I was like, <laughs> no. that that is some next level pettiness right there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. He oof. I have been vested. The coup d'état. Yeah. He really he really showed me. You got, you got, you got, you got the one guy who's like pointing out a grammar mistake, like, ha owned, like, like, woof, yeah, you should, you sure showed me, Mister Grammar Fool, like, internet comment sections, terrible since two thousand two. Oh my god, but you know, it just it it upsets me because it's just like it's 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 not universal, and I know I know you didn't want me to do this, but I'm just like I'm doing it, like it's it's it, you know, having looked around to other reviews that were similar to mine. Even even the one guy who actually gave it another like a four out of ten, like nobody went after him as hard as they've been going after me. Like, is it honestly just because I wasn't like extra special nice to it and said like you know yeah like you know didn't be like you can see where the good stuff is, but unfortunately it's just too bad to be worth a play. Like, yeah, maybe maybe it's something because I just came right out and said that this game just sucks like sorry guys i don't mince words i'm tired of playing bullshit like when you've been doing this for as long as i have you know you get to a point where when a game is just bullcrap you're not gonna fucking give it a cookie for for trying okay like games have to stop trying games have to just start doing at this point like a RPG gamer uh, scored at 40 as well and said, despite some interesting ideas, Biopoint commits the cardinal sin of media. It's boring. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, 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 and that's like what I'm saying. Like, it. yeah, like it's, there's some, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I can, I can, if I wanted to be like, you know, yeah, extra special nice, I could say, yeah, there are some interesting ideas in here, but you know what? Interesting ideas does not a good game make. <laughs> like, My family can't live in good intentions, Marge. Yeah. Like, you know, those good ideas have to be executed, right? Like, you know, look, I mean, look back at, 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 um, at No Man's Sky, right? No Man's Sky had a lot of good ideas, but I mean, it was objectively a bad game when it came out and it got better, but like, you know, it shouldn't be like every, every time a bad game with good, with good ideas comes out that everyone could just point to, to No Man's Sky and be like, well, you know, that game got good eventually. So maybe this game will get good eventually. It's like, no, No Man's Sky was supposed to be the warning to say, don't release games like this. <laughs> Yeah, we, we can't move forward as an industry if every game is trying to just slide in and then improve over time. Like that can't be the that can't be the the standard. Yeah, I'm I'm actually I'm a, I'm a little surprised because I threw a little shade at Final Fantasy VII remake at the start of my review and you didn't have anything to say about it. Uh, <laughs> I, did not, I did not see that. 
uh yeah no well i mean i was just talking about um how like because i've talked about it before right games that sort of get announced like 10 oh, years that, ahead okay, of yeah, release yeah, yeah. Yeah, and don't I've end up being that, as yeah. good as they as they are like li- they'll never live up to the hype um that that's fair i mean that well, I, mean, know, I, I, I mean that was just i mean i, le- I kind of left that in just because i was hoping that you would like see it and get a little riled up about it um well, i mean like, that's too early that's i mean i feel like fair. i feel like in some ways it lived up to the hype but in, in, a, in a lot of other ways it didn't like like i said like you know, i've said in the past i don't like the fact that it's episodic i don't like um the you know a lot of the story stuff that it did there are some of the like some things with combat that bother me so i mean it's not like it's a perfect game like unlike that that one's sitting at an 87 on on the metacritic so well i mean yeah and and you know what F- frankly i would have after now having played it i would agree it deserves that score it is a really well put together game it's not perfect but it's better than this piece of shit it's everything i wanted it to be but yeah you know that's yeah I mean, it's it's essentially everything I wanted it to be. I just, you know, like I said, I just, I really hate the fact that they 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 uh they spoiled the Sephiroth thing really really early. And you know, you know, what actually, really, really made me smile about that too was that um I was just just in watching uh watching some some Oni plays too. Like even even uh, Chris O'Neill said that too that like because like Final Fantasy VII is like one of his favorite games, and even he was like kind of like saying something like similar to what I was saying about how they like they blew the Sephiroth reveal like way too soon, and it's it's a problem because like. You know, in the original Final Fantasy VII, like Sephiroth is is made to be like or, or like the like this 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 hero character, right? For a while, for a long time until it's like yeah. it's, it becomes a real surprise that he ends up being the villain, and he had this like crazy turn. Yeah, I mean, there is there is a timeline theory for why like for what the remake is doing and how that's going to uh, or why they revealed Sephiroth here, but I don't think we have time to go into that today. No, probably not. <laughs> but that's uh, that's all I'm saying about it. it. Just it just it just feels like they shouldn't have been getting into it so so early. Um, it's not the exact same game, so it's a it's a yeah. But you know, such such is my point that you know games that get get announced so far ahead of of their of their release like. It just you know they're never gonna live up to the hype and i mean like you know you, you may some you know you get a game maybe even like yeah like kingdom hearts 3 that didn't really live up to the hype for a lot of people but was still a pretty uh, functional good you know fun game to play um this this was not and uh if any any of the the commenters or people are listening to this podcast i mean guys like you you got to find a better game to to really you know to, to blast critics over because I mean this this just this just isn't worth it like and 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 I and I'm really I am actually genuinely like curious to see because I you know I I made this uh, you know the snide comment kind of at the end of my review about how like people people genuinely forgot about this thing like very quickly after it was announced and I kind of feel like they're gonna forget about it very quickly after it, it comes out. So I am really kind of like really curious to see like how, you know, the conversation about Biomutant plays out. Like if people mm. are still talking about it, like, you know, a month from now, like it was, it really was the, the Mecca of video games. Like they're, they're making it out to be. Considering how little people have talked about it beforehand. I suspect they won't be long. No, no. It's, I mean, E3 is right around the corner. Nintendo's going to come out with a bunch of stuff. Nobody's going to be talking about Biomutant. In, and in, now we've in, come full circle. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which means, <laughs> which means we're at the end of the podcast. Um, so, thank you all for listening. Uh, thank you all for enduring that uh, that rant. I mean, I hope I hope I made it uh, 
fun to listen to. I, you know, I, I like a good rant as much as the next guy. Uh, it was much more fair than the pre-show version. <laughs> oh, I mean, uh, I feel like you know what I, you know what I was much more angry at the pre-show version. You definitely like talked me off the ledge there. Uh, that's what I'm <laughs> so, here for. I think so. Yeah, my... So, so thank you for that, Chris. You really, you really I brought me back talker. down. <laughs> <laughs> you are the Jordan Whisperer. <laughs> well, I didn't go that far. <laughs> um, if you want to read about uh, any of the things we talked about today, you can find them at cgmagonline.com. Uh, I mean, if you want to read my biomutant review it's on cg mag online please leave, leave me hateful comments that i can obsess over for weeks um i have a very fragile ego um uh you know dis- despite how i present myself uh <laughs> if you uh if you want to find us on uh, on social media you can check us out at uh, cg mag online uh that's uh facebook twitter instagram uh we're on all the or maybe most of the socials uh, I mean, like, We're on TikTok. I mean, hell, you know what? You want to write into this podcast and tell me why you love Biomutant so much? Like, if why I'm objectively wrong about it? Do it, Jordan Biordi at cgmagonline.com. <laughs> it's you know, it's right there. I'm putting it out there, guys. You can you can email me. I'll read them and I'll I'll rebut you on live on podcast. Um, yeah, if you want to find me on social media, it's uh, Ninja Jordan underscore. And if you want to find me on YouTube, it's uh, Ninja Jordan Reviews. Chris, where are you at? Oh, RIP your mentions. You can find me on Twitter at Hoogathy. That's H-O-O-G-A-T-H-Y. Or on Twitch at Guild2Taps. All right. And, uh, you know, as uh, as usual, thank you. Uh, you know, stay stay inside, stay safe, uh, wear a mask, get get your vaccine when you're available. I'm, I'm, I'm getting mine on Monday. There you go. And uh, we're, we're, you know, we're coming around the we're coming around the corner on this thing, guys. So just uh, just uh, just take just one day at a time and uh, keep listening to great podcasts by great people.